Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome back to the second part of this epic interview with Jade Foster Jarrett. If you haven't listened to part one, then go and listen to that now. It's available for you. And then come back to part two. You're not going to want to miss this. You're listening to The Confidence Show, a podcast for the big dreamers who want to create more confidence so they can live their lives on their own terms. Hosted by confidence and life coach, Rebecca Hawks. That's me, by the way. The Confidence Show was created to inspire you to say yes to the things that scare you, to help you feel less alone when you're struggling with your mindset and to show you that you truly can design a life you love. With a new episode landing in your feed every Monday and Thursday, be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss out. As we've touched on briefly already, like one of the things that I admire about you is your willingness to share so openly about the experiences that have impacted your life. But you have faced some criticism from it in the past. How do you cope when people aren't supportive of what you're sharing? And how do you stop it from impacting you moving forward? That's such a good question, you know, because it's not all you know, pretty, pretty stuff. And um, I mean, in the past, again, it's a growth thing because I'm quite sensitive and I've had to grow a backbone. And I just, I'm one of these people that I'm like, you know, treat others how you want to be treated and everything's, everybody's wonderful. And I love meeting people and you're all so beautiful, but they're not. (laughs) And I learned that the hard way and it's horrible um and yes there was so in the beginning of my party business there was a lot of criticism from uh, you know as I said face painters wasn't so much the entertainers it was the face painter side and how did I deal with that probably not how I would deal with it today I had a little cry um but I would kick off because I never believe in um belittling yourself and sticking up for yourself you know if you would do it to somebody else why are you not doing it to yourself so Back then, I would have bit back and I would have responded and I would have given it back and I would have been like, I mean, in kind, it still would have been kinder. I would have killed them with kindness. I would have been like, you know, how dare you say that to me? You know, I don't understand why you're saying these things. Like, you know, awful. And then over time, you know, criticism still came at me no matter what I did. And I just thought, you know, there's always going to be somebody that's going to criticise me because I think that's... Um, I think if you're not getting criticised, you're not successful. Now, I'm not saying that if anyone hasn't been criticised, you're not <laughs> successful. But I think it brings out, you know, maybe the jealousy in people or their whatever they're feeling, they're going to let it out on you because they want to be where you are or their internal thoughts or whatever it might be. And you just happen to be there. And, and I, I, it's horrible to say I might have done it myself to people. I don't think I've ever been really like horrible or said disgusting things, but I might have questioned their opinion or given mine and and then taken a step back and gone oh you know that was uncalled for I'm quite self-aware and I don't do it as much and we're only human but when you're on the internet there is time to think before you post 
And there's also time to not think before you post. So some people will just type it all out, hit the post button and not realize how they're affecting that person. And other people will think about it, realize that they do want to go ahead with their criticism and still post it anyway. So I think, I think as horrible as it sounds, I think we need a bit of that, just a little bit, you know, not, not enough to damage your mental health or, you know, really really annoy and upset you I don't want anybody to be upset but I think the criticism helps us to grow and I actually have to admit that one of the times I had the biggest complaint ever and she was deservedly so and I tried to resolve it and she still criticized me two years later um but it changed my show for the better it you know the show that I had been doing at parties for two years went a little bit wrong and I I didn't realize that I could have I could have changed it I could have stopped it from happening and you know it was I went through that two or three weeks of I was quiet on social media and I was crying every day you know it was horrible I'd messed up I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings I don't want to upset anybody and um I mean she was one of those mums that was really just you know I don't think anything I could have done would have helped her but I thank her for it because it changed my show and it changed how I dealt with customer complaints and it changed how I changed my terms and conditions. And, you know, you, you are only human, so you make mistakes. But when it's uncalled for criticism, I now don't uh, respond, block, block and delete. Um, the most recent one I had was probably about five months ago when I posted a real... Um, Again, it was a bit of a dig at parents, which I wouldn't recommend. And <laughs> it was one that I found a sound on reels that I thought matched what I was, the message I was trying to get across. But it, it, I can see why it would have been taken a bit, uh, maybe the wrong way and not, you know, if you don't know me and you come across it, it could be seen as arrogant. And that's what she called me. She said, you are arrogant. You cannot post something like this. I literally blocked and deleted well I think I did respond and said well it's a reflection of how you're feeling today unfortunately you had to let it out on me then I blocked and deleted um and I looked but I looked at the reel and I was just like okay I can see where she's coming from but it was one person out of like a hundred amazing comments and people that could relate to it and said oh yeah I hear you and but like on reflection that's not how I want to market my business I don't want to be seen as arrogant and then I, I sort of had this thing about well actually it's not arrogance it's confidence which can also be confused and she doesn't know my story and she didn't know anything about me she didn't know that I you know used to be really shy so maybe a bit of arrogance might come through now fine um so you can hear yourself justifying it and don't get me wrong although I respond to criticism quite quickly now and let it go I will still have that evening of going over it in my head because I think that's just a natural thing to do and I'll talk it out with my husband and I'll be like she called me arrogant am I arrogant like this was it called for look at this reel but like is it like is it good is it bad should I take it down you know all those things then I'll sleep on it and I'll wake up the next day and I'll be like okay it's just another story that I can tell on a podcast or you know tell my audience you know this is how you deal with it and that's how I'm now I kind of welcome it in a horrible way that sounds really awful but I welcome it so I can turn it into content so that other people can can use it to their advantage and not make the same mistakes that I make you know but you're not going to know you make those mistakes until you do them and there'll still be times in the future where I'll, I will still get criticized for things and it depends on who's criticizing if it's your audience then okay you might need to look at things but if it's other peers and people in your industry 
it's their problem and they need to let it go and stop watching you and crack on really so yeah I've learned the hard way I'll probably turn it into a whole episode on it on its own really <laughs> I think that's such a good perspective to have because I think so many people would be knocked so badly by the criticism yeah. but that you can admit when maybe things have gone wrong and you can take that criticism and learn from it but then also you can look at it and you can reflect on it and say okay is this something that I've done or is this actually somebody projecting their stuff onto me and you can choose choose to look at it in that respect as well I think that's such a valuable skill to have and I think it's a great way to ensure that you're not just letting that criticism consume you because I know it's happened to me I think there's a, there's been like two occasions off the top of my head that I can remember when I was being really visible and I had comments on two of two different reels and I was just like why is that necessary and it makes you question everything and you're like why do I yeah. like do I even want to show up anymore like yeah I'm trying to be more visible I'm trying to help more people with my content but then I'm getting things like this and I think one occasion actually I think both occasions I was able to look at it and one person was somebody else in the business industry and I was just like that's so unnecessary to say something so shitty on my post like why did you not just send me a dm and be like actually xyz blah 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 like that just makes you look like a shitty person and I'm not even gonna bother and then the other one was somebody who I don't think they did have a business but the content that it was around, um, I could understand the kind of way that they responded to it. Yeah. And I was like, this is just because of trauma or because of something that's happened to them and they can just not handle this or they just don't like this perspective kind of thing. So it was a bit, um, yeah, it was it was a bit easier for me to let go. But it does, it does impact you. It does make you kind of want to hide away a little bit. It can be scary. Oh. Gosh, yeah, definitely. I think there's a, um, I'm sure you'd agree, it's a definitely a mindset thing too. It's, you know, when I look back over the 10 years from sort of quiet, shy, shy, quiet and shy Jade to, you know, loud, outgoing and extrovert. And I mean, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but, you know, if you're going to do it first, <laughs> Mm-hmm. um I am going to respond expect a response you know and I think one of one of the times I'd had enough of the face paint world coming down on me regardless of whether I was right or wrong just let it go and in the end because my husband's very good at sort of keeping me grounded because <laughs> I'm quite fiery and um he'll say to me you know oh, please don't respond because a he's going to get a night of it of me talking about it <laughs> non-stop she said this she said that um what should I say um, and also because he's just like, take a step back and breathe for a second. Um, but this one time, this face painter just kept going on and on. And, on. and I said to me, you know what? I've been quiet enough now. Mm-hmm. I am going to respond and then I will block and delete because I am not having it. I'm sick and tired of people. And at one point, my business was just all about responding to these people, to these this criticism and these trolls. And looking back, I don't know how I overcame that. I, I just, again, worked on my mindset had a good cry, um, gave myself some time out. I definitely remember taking a break from it and then coming back and just implementing a little bit of change or maybe tone of voice or maybe the message I put out. I don't know what it was, but there's nothing specific. It's just I'd had enough and 
you know, I, I, those people are still blocked and deleted to this day and don't know what they're doing with their lives. And I'm still here. That's, yeah. I think that's the, the point to it is how you deal with something and how you come out the other side. And even if you don't come out the other side and just shut your business, that if that's the right thing to do for you, which I did nearly do, um, then that's the right thing to do, you know, for your mental state. It's not, um, I think fa failure is a good thing in life and I've definitely failed on many occasions um, even with my social media business failed failed and failed again and um, it's it's taught me a lot and I wouldn't be on the podcast with you if I if I closed it or or didn't learn from those failures so um, it's it's all a good thing it's all you know I know we don't like it but it's I think it's it's all a good thing and it's how we deal with it that gets us to where we are it was a bit woo-woo no, I love it. I think that's brilliant. That's such a good, such a good mindset to have and such a good perspective to have and to share with us. Um, shifting gears a little bit, can you share three of your top tips for coming up with a content plan that speaks to your ideal clients in, and is actually going to get you results? Because I know so many people just post random stuff and I have been guilty of this myself. The last few months I've been struggling with my own content, even though I help other people with theirs like it's been a struggle and sometimes I'm like I'm just going to put this out because something needs to go out um but you are very skilled in creating the content plans that actually get results so can you give us three top tips for for coming up with that good content plan yeah yeah keep count because I'll end up either doing too many or too little <laughs> um top tip number one is um obviously planning is is a big deal planning well it's planning batching posting I suppose planning back to posting um so plan away um and how do we plan you know I always look to well obviously there's a lot about your strategy and things like that which I won't go into but depending on what your goal is and what you want to achieve from social media is how your content's going to look but um if you're planning in advance of what your content's going to look like say for the month then you know you can you can uh, create that content as and when you want to without, I mean, I do the same as you, Rebecca. Sometimes I do just ad hoc posts because I haven't posted for a week. I've kind of let that go a little bit and gone, well, so what if I haven't posted for a week? Let's get the plan out. Um, and I will have things on that plan that will include things like any national days I might be, um, but that will be relatable to my audience. I'll have um, things that I want to entertain my audience with. So I might do a dance to try and get my, point across on reels perhaps um, I might want to inspire so I'll tell a part of my story again it might be something like if the kids went back to school this week you could say well the kids went back to school um, this is what my business is going to look like for this season um, and just just tell people what to expect have you got any launches coming up um, how, how did you get to where you was you know how did you find the summer holidays little things like that um, and I'll also add on lots of hints and tips and how to's and top tricks. And when I've got the basis for those, those things, the national days, the inspirational content, et cetera, I then look at um, the month ahead and, and put things in place where I want them to go. Um, so that's one top tip is sort of plan ahead. Um, and there's content everywhere. So even as you go along about your day and you're thinking well today I've got a post going out I really wanted to post about this just I'd put it on my notes on my phone and just be like well I'll save that for those days where I go I've got no content to post you know just pick things up each day um yeah the second thing is batching your content which which means to 
take some time out of your day, could be an hour, to create that content in one hit. I only post like three times a week. So for me, a, a re like three reels, that is, or three static posts. And to me, it, it's easy, but that's because it's come with time and routine. But I will just batch those things out in one go. Um, record all the videos, like create all the graphics, uh, write out all the copy for it. Um, and then I'll either store it on my phone or on my laptop and, and spend a day scheduling it all in. And then you could just go about your day. Um, I suppose that's the third tip, which is posting. You know, um, I wouldn't recommend what me and Rebecca do is to <laughs> post and then like have no meaning behind it. Although I don't see that in your post, Rebecca. They all have a meaning. Um, they all got a story. Um, sometimes I'll like at the weekend if I'm posting as an entertainer, and I've been like, I had an amazing weekend with you know the kids and stuff. Um, there was never any point to it really. It was kind of just showing people that I had bookings that weekend, but what's the point? And I sort of then started to leave a call to action at the end and saying, you know, if your child's birthday is coming up, um, you know, this is what I did this weekend, um, you know, get in touch. Um, but now I've started to actually ask kids to leave me reviews whilst I'm with them. Um, obviously I get permission beforehand and it doesn't always go to plan, um, but I've found something where you've got nothing to post on a weekend, but you want to post, getting a kid to do a review is a really good um obviously if you work in the industry is a really good tip but yeah they're my three that was three wasn't it they're yeah. my three tips <laughs> so I ready <laughs> I love the um the idea of getting the kids to leave a review because I think that's so I mean social proof is obviously huge for marketing yourself but the fact that you get the kids to do it yeah. that's be pretty, that's they're a bit honest though yeah <laughs> Well, sort of like funny though isn't it it's that relatable and that humor and that like personable side of of yeah. your business where it's not like let's get a parent to write a review when the parent's not the one that's watched the show <laughs> yeah 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 they've been in the kitchen like sorting all the food out it's the child that has you know what, I mean this particular child that I did recently I've entertained for her three times and I'm before the part the third time I messaged the mum I said look you know it's the third time is it possible to get like a video review before I leave? She's like, oh yeah, she won't mind. And the kid actually reminded me on the day I was packing up. She's like, can we do this video now? And I was just like, hell yeah. And you know, obviously the kids have got to be confident and uh, the mums have got to be happy with the social media side of things. But good God, it's like, no, and also nobody else, they'll probably do it now, but there's nobody else in the entertainment industry that gets the kids to leave a review. They might sort of get the audience to shout out, we love you or something like that, which is brilliant. And I've done that too. But I don't see anybody else asking the kids. And it is a big ask. And you do have to remember there's lots going on on the day as well. But if I haven't got a booking after and I don't have to rush out I, and everyone's tidying up, the kids are only running around. I'll just quickly say, can, can I have a review? And they're my best audience. That's who, obviously, with social media marketing, I'm targeting the parents. Um, but it's the kids that have got to love you. So why not get them to join in with your marketing as well? It's kind of... You've got to kind of find those little loopholes that nobody else has really thought of and have the quite again it comes back to confidence it's the confidence I don't really like asking parents if I can take pictures of their kids um it comes from a rejection thing you know it's like oh they're gonna say no and I did have someone say no yesterday but it was absolutely fine um but you know it's a confidence thing to ask those parents to to get that for the sake of your marketing and um and your content really yeah I can share that like to kingdom come <laughs> <laughs> um. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Talking of reels as well, we've we mentioned those briefly. Um, reels is one of the content types that you support your community and your clients with the most because although it's been around for a couple of years now, there's still a lot of confusion or a lack of confidence when it comes to creating reels. What would you say is people's biggest struggle with reels and how can they overcome that? Oh, I think it, well, it might be twofold, really. I think the first one is thinking that they've got to act before to record a video, um, dancing, pointing, you know, the things that we all didn't really like in the beginning. Um, I think there's that. And then I think it's also the not knowing what to post. Again, it comes from not knowing what to post anyway, pre-reels. Um, it's just another format that we have to learn. But what I kind of say to people in my industry is that you've got the content already it's only the format that has changed so all you need to do is just adapt the, the same content and you're just turning it to a video for a video format and it sounds scary but I think once you're shown that it's really simple and basic if you could learn how to create a static post which takes a lot longer mm -hmm. um you know it's a lot quicker and easier to just I don't know I mean I think I animated a review the other day which I think you helped me with. I think I asked you. <laughs> I was like, how do I turn my writing, my font? And I can't, couldn't think how to make it move. Yeah. Um, it's as simple as, as that. You don't even have to show your face. So again, yeah, the confidence thing to show. And maybe people do want to show their face. They just don't know how, or it is a scary thing. Um, but I sort of trying to help wean them in with both of those things. It's like, well, why don't you just create a reel that's just an image and maybe lots of images as clips and then when you get to grips with that then start practicing talking to camera if you want to dance dance because then you don't have to talk you can just point to things and put your your uh, your words up and your captions you still don't have to talk to the camera remember 
Um, and actually, I think you'll get more views if you stand there acting like an, an idiot. <laughs> you're not an idiot, but if you feel like one, you know, it's it's not an easy thing to do. But yeah, like I say, it's just changing the the way you create content. It's mm. as simple as that. I love it. That's such good advice. And you've inspired me. I'm going to go back through all my old Instagram posts, see which one's got the yeah. most engagement. And I'm just going to record them as reels. <laughs> I'm like, is, oh my God, I've got so many ideas. Oh, sorry. <laughs> overwhelmed you. But it's true. Like I go back, especially when I've come, I haven't posted on my party page for a week now because I was doing a challenge and I posted a lot of reels in, a, in one go. Um, and then I had a break because it was a lot. Um, but if I haven't got any content, I'll just scroll through down to the images that aren't reels, and yeah, and just turn, either either create new ones um, or, or different versions, or just reshare that one as a as a reel. Yeah. So good luck. <laughs> Sorry about that. Thanks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Before we go, something that I wanted to talk about is imposter syndrome because it's something that we've we talk openly about in our group chat with Francis. Um, yeah. And it's funny because we all kind of take turns to have the imposter yeah. at different stages. Um, it's so, so common for us as women and as business owners to feel like an imposter in what we're doing at various different stages of our journey. When it comes to dealing with imposter syndrome, what would your top tips be? Oh gosh, I still go through it, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> me too, me too. <laughs> I mean, again, I think it's a mindset thing. So when I do go through it, I try and remember. So I read a lot, and obviously I listen to your podcast, and and we talk a lot. And I think it, I just try to switch. So when I feel it's coming on, because I've probably got it at the moment, because I'm in the middle of a launch, and all those thoughts come out. I haven't had them for months, and all those thoughts come back out. Oh my gosh, it's like. At the moment, my biggest imposter syndrome feeling is there's not enough content that I'm giving out, but I don't want to saturate it because I'm going to have to put the price up. But then I'm like, oh my gosh, they're not <laughs> they're not going to like it because it's not enough. It's like only a few videos, and it, so all those things come out. How am I dealing with that? I try and change how I'm thinking. So if I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, there's not enough content, I. A, I'm going to ask my husband to look at it from a fresh like pair of eyes. So I'm recording everything and then I'm going to show him the courses if he was buying it because he knows nothing about reels. So it's kind of like a good way of sort of like sharing it with him and say, right, if you was going to buy this, is it the right price? Is there enough content? Regardless of what he says or not, I probably won't change anything. <laughs> but it kind of helps the imposter syndrome. And, and the other thing I do is remember a I'm going to remember courses that I bought that have been the same price point that didn't have as much content in but I still took a lot of value from which what I've got to remember is there is so much value in what I'm about to launch the industry um, has asked me for this course that I'm launching so I know that they need it and I know that somebody has already emailed me and said that they can't wait for it to launch so fingers crossed that's at least one sale so I have to remember all these positive things and that the negatives are only it's only my imposter that's telling me this negative stuff. So I'll just, yeah, I'm just kind of going, okay, well, you think that, but what about the time that you bought that course? Or what about the time that um, you launched something else for a similar thing and they all bought it? Or what about the time you put market research out and asked them what they wanted? This is the reason why you're doing, you know, so I'm kind of trying to listen to the nice thoughts and get to grips with that. It's really difficult. I wouldn't, claim uh, I am an expert in imposter syndrome at all because I don't and I you might disagree with me but I don't think it ever goes away 
like I think it will always be there especially when you're doing something new or putting yourself out there like I had it with my podcast but I was like oh I don't think anyone's going to listen to it and they did and I had to and the the really hard the hardest thing I had to do and still have to do is to not give up when I think it's failing because it's not failing because if you give up at that point you're never going to know if it was going to work so like when I got to my 13th podcast episode I finally started to see the results but on the sort of fifth or sixth I was like oh, is this worth carrying on like is it like oh, I don't know maybe I should just stop maybe just one series will do and I'll never do it again and then it's like well hold on if I'd stopped then you wouldn't have known that by the 13th episode um people love it and it's helping me with my new launch and I've made some amazing contacts and helping people so it's so difficult isn't it it's it's such a tricky thing to try and get over that those thoughts and to just not quit and especially when I think also as women and our hormones kick in I think that doesn't help either I like the hormones with me <laughs> when it's my time of the month it it enhances it and I have breakdowns <laughs> and they only last a day whereas if if it doesn't clash with that you know I can manage it better but when it does clash, I'm an absolute mess and I have to ride that through to get through to the other side. So there's a, like a hell of a lot riding, riding on that. And um, yeah, I wasn't very much help there. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. I don't know how you, how you deal with that. It's just, that's how I deal with it. No, I think that's good. And I think having that self-awareness as well, like if you know yeah, like you're feeling a certain way and you can go, oh, wait this is why I'm feeling like this like I'll be fine tomorrow like when I have days where I like cry over nothing or yeah. I'm like, really angry and frustrated and I'm like oh I know why this is <laughs> it kicks like, in. you can talk you can talk yourself through it and be like do you know what it'll be fine tomorrow like I know what I'm going through I have this and I like what you said about like going back to all the times like what about when you bought this course or what about when you did the last launch and this worked and you can really focus on those more positive things that have happened yeah I um I, I think if I didn't have that I just I just wouldn't do anything because I would just because I've got things to base it on I suppose and that was the whole reason for me launching but unfortunately yeah imposter syndrome kicks in and I think, yeah, it's how we deal with it, isn't it? And how we change our minds. That's the only thing that's really got me through. Obviously, voice noting you and Francis really helps. So I go, why am I feeling like this today? And how do I deal with it? And um, But it's it's a work in progress. And um, and, and I suppose confidence too. I, I don't really get it with my party business as much. I, or do I? Am I telling a lie? I mean, I think the only time I get it is um if a customer books me for something that I don't normally do and that might be like a like a time thing so I've got like set packages and if they've changed they want a 90 minutes instead of two hours I think the imposter syndrome sort of kicks in where I go I don't know what I'm doing like I don't know I feel like I don't know what I'm doing and are they going to like it it's different to my normal show so maybe yeah it does kick in but I've got more confidence with my party business because I've been doing it for so long and it's the same thing all the time and obviously the children change and the parents change and circumstances change but the show is still the same and I know that I'm adaptable but with the social media marketing it's still a work in progress it's still uh, the confidence is there to deliver but there's other things that I'm not confident in that will grow with time and I'm here for the journey and my word of the year this year was patience mm. and it's definitely got me through you know I like I say I want everything done yesterday 
I want the launch to have been done yesterday and look all shiny and you know spectacular but it, it you know it all I, I've got to stop thinking that way I've got to have patience and that will come with time um and that's me talking out loud about my imposter syndrome because <laughs> like it's here now and it's like yeah oh gosh the anxiety kicks in but yeah if I don't see it through I'm never going to be able to work on anything else in the future so yeah tough on that one <laughs> good way to look at things and such a wonderful way to end um I really really enjoyed this chat with you it's been so so nice thank you oh thank you no it's all right thank you for having me because I just want to I hope it inspires and helps other people because I've been in that situation and why you know why wouldn't I you've given me an opportunity to to tell people that if you are thinking that you know it's I've been there and done it all but it feels like it anyway it's only been 10 years but it's a long time so thank <laughs> you for giving me the opportunity no thank you um where can people find you if they want to know more um so I'm on Instagram and Facebook and it's at the party marketeers m-a-r-k-e-t W-E-R-S, it's a bit of a mouthful. Um, or they can contact me um, via my website, which is thepartymarketeers.co.uk. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming, Jade. And I will see you all in the next one. Thanks for listening to The Confidence Show with me, Rebecca Hawks. If you enjoyed this episode, please take 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This will help the podcast reach more people, which means we can help more people increase their confidence and love themselves for who they are. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode and I will see you next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.